Hey, this is Jen, and you're listening to the Mosaic Young Adults Podcast. To learn more about Mosaic Young Adults, visit us online at thisismosaic.org forward slash young adults. We hope this podcast is simply part of a greater conversation you have with Jesus. Enjoy the message. We've, um, have a couple weeks ago, you might have come to one of our panel nights, and we had you on the spot uh, for our panelists' right questions. And you guys, bless you, submitted many, many, many of these uh, little papers here and a lot of questions. And so normally what we do is we gather all those questions, and then we'll have our panelists uh, cover them once a month. But we thought, man, we'll never actually get through all of them if we wait for just the panelists, because like we only got through like seven questions, um, and they're like a hundred of them. And so what we're going to do occasionally, it won't be every week, um, but every so often we'll try to answer one of the questions that we think would be uh, crucial and necessary for our community to answer. So before we move on for us tonight, we're, we're going to read the scripture in a, in a second for the tonight's message. But uh, I have been tasked with the privilege of answering uh, this first question. Um, and it is a doozy. Um, it is not the most fun one. And it seems to me like, <laughs> I make it sound like I, had it, like I, I didn't have a choice. I'm the one who chose it. So I did have a choice in this. Um, but I thought it, the Lord put it on my heart to, to pick this one. So this is the question. I have been in the church community for a while and I have friends who have been hurt by this church community uh, due to trauma and other issues. How can disciples of Christ in the community fix these issues? And why do some of the community sweep it under the rug and say they didn't do anything wrong? All right, fun, right? So let, let, let me try to answer this in, in a couple of different pieces. So uh, this person, or if you are someone who can relate to this, um, you've been part of this community and you've had friends who've been hurt by this church community due to trauma and other issues. Uh, that's a reality. All right, that, that, that is a reality. I, I, I often hear those who um, enter in the stage of deconstruction or those who have started questioning church um, usually cite this as a reason why uh, the church is useless. Uh, but he, here, here's something that I would love for us to consider when we think about uh, what the church functions as. Uh, the church does not function as a perfect palace. Okay? It is not a place you enter into and then everyone around you is all happy all the time. Uh, this is not a place where everyone is going to be your best friend and say loving things all the time. Now, is that what we want? Yes. Is that what the gospel helps us do? Yes. Does that happen all the time? No. Why? Because God, so Jesus, when he came and he, for his earthly ministry, he says this to the, to the Pharisees. I did not come to save those who are whole and, 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 and fine. I came to the broken, the one who need healing, those who are sick. So where do sick people go? Truly, where do they go? They go to the hospital, right? And you don't go to the hospital and think, seriously, you're here again? You don't go to the hospital and go to the cancer ward and be like, Hey, I'm gonna need you like to be a little happier. Like I need you, like I know you got cancer, but I need you to like not be such a down, like Debbie Downer. No, you don't say that. You're like, wow, you're in the right place. I'm so glad you went to the hospital because you need healing. The church is a hospital for sinners and broken people. And so when that reality happens, it means this place will get messy. This place will be messy. 
But then here's what the beautiful truth is. We don't stay there. And this is why to this person or to people who have felt this way, how can we be part of the process of making sure that doesn't continue happening? This is what 2 Corinthians um, says. I'll put this down. 2 Corinthians, uh, I forget the chapter, but I have it. Verse 18, I think it's 618. It says, all this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. I'll read it again. God who through Christ, okay, through Jesus, our Savior, our Messiah, reconciled us, the family of God, to himself, to God, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Let me break this down simple because it's not a message, and I want to answer this question quickly. The biggest brokenness between two parties existed between whom? Humanity and God. Christ came, his earthly ministry was reconciling those who have been broken and lost and who are lost in their sin to a holy God. So Christ shed his blood, broke his body so that we would forever be one with Christ and forever in eternity be with our savior God, right? That was the biggest reconciliation. And he says this, if I can, if I, Christ, can make this reconciliation possible and now you are in me, now your task is to be a people of reconciliation. So what does that mean? It means that when the messiness comes around, when those of us who have hurt each other, and yes, I say us because I too have hurt some of you and some of you have hurt me. My response is not to continue the brokenness. My job is not to continue breaking and be like, well, I was gonna say something that I shouldn't say. Well, screw you, you know, like whatever. Like, I, yeah, like that's not my job. It's my, not my job to break that reconciliation. My job is to, is to reconcile, uh, cause reconciliation to happen between you and I. And that is a process that requires humility. That means me being to say, hey, I did this to you and I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? It requires you, the person that I've sinned against, to be like, hey, I want to punch you in the face, but I love you and I do forgive you. How can we move forward in this? So to the person who wonders, why does this community sweep things under the rug, I would argue we probably don't. It may feel that way because you, they aren't answering the way you want them to. Because what happens when we break things between one another is I want you to feel the exact same pain that you've done unto me. And if you don't show that you've been hurt as bad as I have, then you've swept it under the rug. And th that's not the case. We don't want people to feel the same pain we want, we've experienced. We actually don't want that pain to be there at all. So here's a summary of all of that. Because Christ has caused reconciliation between us and him, we are now tasked to do that with one another. And it is not by pretending things are, aren't broken. And it's not, by, it's not pretending that we haven't been hurt. It's being honest and having these conversations with one another and saying, hey, you have hurt me. And I do want to move towards forgiveness because Christ has done it. And I want that for us so that we can move forward as a family. Now, if there's anything that's happened in this community, <laughs> that has caused an alarm. Uh, but, um, thank you, Lord. Uh, we as a community and we as a team, a ministry team, are not afraid to handle that, okay? We're not gonna sweep it under the rug. So I, I, can you put my email up real quick? If, if, thank you. If there, if this is you, and you've felt like we've swept something under the rug, you email me. And the team and I, we will figure that out. God's family is so important to us 
And God requires this of us, that we would not sweep this under the rug. If he would put himself on the cross to save you, to make you whole, what business do we have to sweep sin under the rug? We don't. Sin is too much of an infestation, and we will not have that in this place. So we're not afraid. We want to love you. We want to journey with you. We're not going to kick it. You. We're not going to kick that person out. We're not going to kick you out. We're not going to cause fighting. We want reconciliation, just as Christ did it with us to Him. We want it for one another. Okay. Amen. Thanks again for spending some time with us on the Mosaic Young Adults Podcast. Our hope for you is that Jesus will use the message you just received and direct your heart completely towards Him. If you want to hear more messages like this one, please feel free to check out past episodes and subscribe so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes.